sign in to download. This is a weird setting because like we're not like across the table. Across the table so we're like right here. I could reach out and punch you if I wanted to. Well, don't punch me. I could do it it's if been... I wanted to. Anyway, something we haven't said in a long time. Hi. <laughs> That's definitely what I was thinking. We've been here for like an hour. You've been here for an hour. Yeah. What I was going to say was welcome to another episode of First Reaction Fan Reaction. I'm your host, Dara Whitman, and here with me is my lovely co-host. Okay. Hi. Hey, how's it going? It's been a long time since I've said that. It's It's been a very, very... Very long time since you've said that. Um, yeah, because still... guys, I, I don't know if you've noticed in the yeah. world, yeah. but uh, we finished Gravity Falls, and then Weird Mageddon happened. Like literally, weird. <laughs> like straight up, though, Weird Mageddon happened. This is, I think, when we recorded our Gravity Falls live stream. Um, the world like just shut down in a ish. Yes, but that it that was, a... was. I'm pretty sure it was March 15th. We were recording this on August 15th, so it, was, it has literally been. <laughs> Five, like we and we did not see each other in person. We tried to do a live stream, and that turned out terribly. Yeah, because like YouTube was just being glitchy. Everything, ev- and then everything we went to was Twitch. Determined on, and then that also killing me. went glitchy. Yeah, well, it, something wasn't registering. If, if someone was like, "Your computer doesn't have enough power," and I'm like, "If you guys knew how much I spent on my computer and how new it was, it should have been able to handle yeah. exactly what I was doing." So something was weird. I think a part of it was my internet because I had backwoods internet at the time, but now I have like real person internet. Oh yeah. Because now I live in an area, because that happened, because I moved, um, not, like, far, but I moved enough to, like, be near civilization, so I actually have access to, So what's like, it like living in civilization things? after, like, um, 26 years? There's a lot of people here. I know, right? There's a lot of people. Right? Yeah, what's up with that? <laughs> what's up with that? So life's been weird, but, like, at um, this yeah, point, like, like been a lot going on. we've been social distancing enough, Kaylin's done moving, so we feel safe to do a podcast together. <laughs> We're not exactly six feet apart. We're not we're, exactly. We are definitely not six feet I apart. I mean, that's okay. <laughs> um, we're all safe. I've showered. I, I wash my hands sometimes. Well, more um, often now, I hope. I yeah. I've I always wash my hands a lot though. I've I've always been a germaphobe, so like so this, this is not good times so for you. I, it's not good times, but also I've prepared for this. Um, so <laughs> it's, it's something I'm having a great time. Yeah. I'm not full of despair constantly on a day to day basis. A little bit. Uh, of most of it anyway. All right. But um, we're back. But we're back. And I'm so, I'm so happy to we're be so here. We're so happy we're back. And I think we need to say guys, like our subscriber count, like I was concerned that like, we weren't posting anything that like right. the, con- like it was going to go down mm-hmm. and like, no- and like nothing went down. We actually went, I think we're like close to 550 subs right now. Oh, thank you. So like, thank you guys so much for, to keep watching us i love you guys yeah so much and uh we're not doing we're done gravity falls we're doing a new show now Woo! which in which you have the power now. i do have the power back uh, called uh we're watching a show called pushing daisies oh, which you probably what's it that? Came, what's that it's a that? show it's a show what, yeah. on tv yeah i'm not sure if many people have actually watched this it came out in uh the first episode premiered in 2007 yeah on abc so not many people, and it was like kind of a show. I think like for a lot of people, when they say like a show got like Firefly, where it just like it kind of mm-hmm. got like I don't know if it got fully trashed by like the network, but the network definitely screwed it over. The net screwed it over, and then I canceled before its time. Yeah. And for me, like Firefly wasn't that for me because I watched it when after it it had been canceled for like ten years. Right. But this show, for, so for me, this is my Firefly. Oh. Because I watched this when it was on. 
Right. And then it got really, really sad when it got canceled. Oh, that's... It got a, it got a few more episodes in Firefly, but still. Right. 2007, those were those were simpler times. Yeah, well, there were some issues that happened with the show. Oh, what, what was something going on during that time? Mm, maybe a strike with some writers. writers. I actually don't know. I don't remember that much about that, honestly. Um, but yeah, I just remember all of like the shows that I watched getting screwed over. Yeah, that's really all I remember. Yeah, so this um, yeah, so this is kind of like my Firefly show, and it's like also one of my favorite shows. It might be my favorite, like up there. Yeah, it's like it shows makes you so happy. And, like, that kind of thing. Like, when you just, like, watch an episode, you're like, oh, that was nice besides the fact that it involves a lot of murder. And death. And death. death. And death there's, and murder. There's a lot of it. <laughs> so, um, you might have not side. heard that, I've heard of the show, and that's always, like, kind of my biggest kind of, like, I pick shows that, like, not many people know about, and then, like, the views get down, and, like, that kind of thing. But uh, you guys could watch it with us. Um, yeah. Where, where could I don't know where you can get watch. it for free, personally. <laughs> I know it's on Amazon, but you have to pay for it. I just, okay. I own the series. Just, like... Pirate it. I don't care. Pirate it. Or just I'm like, not personally pirating it, so I can tell you to do it. Or right? like, if that's you don't really illegal. care that much about spoilers, because I feel like this is the kind of show. Like, since not many people remember it, it might actually be easy to not get right. spoiled. If that made sense. Yeah, probably because then because there there are a lot of shows that have like those late arrival spoilers. Um, I'm trying to think of more recent shows. Like, I think I feel like the the Good Place. If you don't know the twist in the Good Place, um, then good like for from you. the first season. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's shows where like they're popular enough where like you like you do know them. So like some spoilers are just like they call them like the late arrival spoilers. Yeah. Um, but I feel like with this show, it's just like really all I knew because I'm I'm pretty I'm online. I like to think I pay attention. Yeah. Uh, but so I all I knew is the, the the premise of the series, but not really what happened in the series. Um, besides, like a few gifts that I saw um, back in the day, and when people were like talking about it when it was on, I remember. Oh man, back in back in the good old days on my Avatar fan forums, they had the, that off-topic section. Yeah. If anybody, <laughs> any uh, frequenters to AvatarSpirit.net, it's not even called that anymore. Uh, they had the courtyard, which is the off-topic section. There was a thre- thread for pushing daisies, and I remember people. Um, talking a lot about that um, when it was on, and then this, its subsequent canceling. So I saw a couple, couple, couple gifts back in the day, mm. um, but really, that is all. I did not, I did not know much about this this show. Yeah. So for this like full audio section, we're talking about the first two episodes, Jeez. episode one, pilot. Heyo. It's a pun. Hello. It's about pie, but also television. I got you. See. Got it. I don't think it's even really about pie. Down pie. Pie's just there. There's a lot of pie. There is a lot of pie. And now I want pie, so thank you. And you don't even have pie. You couldn't even I don't eat that get much. me a pie. I don't so even... Eat, I'm not a big, like, pie eater. I don't eat a lot of pie, but when I have pie, I'm like, oh, that was pretty good. It's good. And uh, episode two, Dummy. So, uh, first two episodes. Caitlin, so far, like, first reactions to the show? My first reaction is I'm really enjoying it. Right. Um, the show is, like, this show is very, uh, I'm not sure how exactly I want to describe it. It's definitely very stylized in that it has, like, a very specific feel it's going for. Mm-hmm. It, like, there's a lot of, like, whimsy for, like, a murder procedural type of show. Um, and it, it has a thing that it wants to be, and it's... And so far, it hasn't really strayed from that. Yeah. Um, so I think I, I really enjoyed that. And I think it's been... I don't want to say it's been a while since I watched something like that. Because I think a lot of stuff I watch kind of... Um, that's not true. But, like, everything has a certain feel to it. But this one, like, really knows what it is. At least it feels like so far. Mm-hmm. Which is very exciting to watch. Especially, like, even in its first episode. So, yeah. like, that. that's... So I am enjoying it so far. And I'm looking forward to watching more. 
So this episode was written by the creator, Brian Fuller, who, like, I think, like, some people say, like, uh, like with creators, like, their shows always get canceled. Mm-hmm. Brian Fuller is one of those guys. He, All of his shows get canceled. Right. What are his other shows? He's Hannibal, right? He did Hannibal, which okay. we're going to do. Okay. Eventually. Oh. The, and that, Hannibal just got popular again, because I think they just dropped it on they Netflix. They just dropped it on Netflix, which I'm, which I, and, like, now people are getting it popular, and, like, I'm kind of like, why didn't you guys like this when it was on? This is why we can't have nice things. No, because everyone's like, oh my god, it's so good. I'm like, Gary, you should have written everyone was on. Anyway, but that's a show we're definitely going to do. I actually, I would say this, I technically didn't finish Hannibal, because when I found that it got canceled, I got really sad and I didn't want to watch it again. Yo, I, okay, I've done that before, though. Like, there's a point where you're just like, you know where it's going, and you're like, I'm just going to hop off this train before we get there. I'm going to, hopefully, I know, like, with, like, a lot of his shows, Brian Fuller, like, says he wants to do a reunion eventually. Yeah. And I'm like... Somebody give them the money and do it. Even for even for pushing Daisy, like, right? You can yeah. do it. I think, I think they can get yeah, it. Yeah. Um, and so I think as other shows were Wonderfalls, um, Dead Like Me. Uh, I've heard of that one. I don't know. I know Wonderfalls is about like I think it's like a woman who I, I that's only a season. I might actually watch it. It's about a woman who like runs like a knickknack shop and then the knickknacks talk to her and they help her solve problems. Okay. And then Dead Like Me is like a show like uh. Like an office type show, but okay. it's about the Grim Reapers. <laughs> but the thing with that is, like, either like Brian Fall, like, he's just get canceled, or like, create the networks kind of don't want to give him creative stuff like that. I think that happened with American Gods, which he also created. Oh, he did American Gods. And then, so watch like the first okay. like few episodes of that, and that was really good. And then I heard that like he got kicked off, and I'm like, mm. yeah. But no, he's on he's on the the Star Trek show. Oh, the dis- I think uh, Discovery or yeah. Pardon? No, Discovery. Okay. I really want to watch that and I haven't watched it. So there you go. There's something. uh, There's so much. I also found out that apparently he was supposed to do like a series of the Vampire Chronicles, but he's not now. And I'm like, Mm. I would have watched that. But also speaking and also with some fame stuff, this episode and Dummy was directed by Barry Sonnenfeld. Um, I don't know who that is. He directed movies. Which movies? Like Men in Black oh. and the Addams Family movies mm. and other movies that I can't think of. I just know those. Uh, I see. I see. Right, want to get into this episode? Let's do I was it. About to say, how long have we do this intro for? Like 10 minutes. Anyway. How long it, we can take as much time. We are making up for lost time. Dara. That's true. It has been five months since we recorded anything. I'm full of podcast juices that need to be released (laughs) is that can we can i say that is that does that fall under i don't know okay to say on youtube anyway go on so let's talk about this pilot this pilot yes okay so um first of all you notice that like a there's narration yes that it's a very big part of the show so far so the narrator is jim dale i don't know if you know that is Mm, off the top of my head no um I don't know if I want to get into something like, I don't, I was going to say it's controversial, but like, if you got audio, Audible, mm. Audible's not controversial right now, but like, if anybody, if Audible wants oh. to sponsor us, I do use your uh, app frequently. So Audible, um, I would say he narrates all the Harry Potter books. Oh, okay. That's, that was It's the, also, um, <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. That is a whole thing that we could, t- if we want to do random episodes, we're not, we could talk, we could touch on that. Anyway, we're not going to right now. Not, but. not in this moment. Um, but who else, um, didn't, 
Stephen Fry? Is that the I think he might have done a couple, but like the main one. ones are narrated by him. Okay. And then I think also, I just know him because there was a, uh, before, um, speaking of uh, Hugh Jackman, which might be right behind you, before The Greatest Showman, there was another musical about P.T. Barnum. Don't go, why are you touching his I'm not touching his penis. I'm just you were. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. But, but before uh, The Greatest Showman, is yeah. that what it's called? Yeah. There was another P.T. Barnum musical mm-hmm. called Barnum, and he, I think, was the original. Uh, okay. In that. All right. Which I remember watching at, for, at theater camp for one point. Mm-hmm. So that's what I know him from. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's got a nice voice. Good for him. I I do enjoy the narration. There is a lot of narration, and also there's very like specific, like... He, like this character was this many years old. Oh, uh, yeah. There's a recurring like. I was gonna write it down like, and then I didn't. Uh, that's a lot of work that, to remember. That's a lot of math. It's a lot of math. So they just like say like random stuff. So it's like, so there's that and that. So that, I guess that also adds to the quirkiness. Yeah. But anyway, so we start off with a. Uh, we're gonna start off with uh, Ned, who's the Ned. main character. We'll start off with Baby Ned first. Baby Ned. He yeah. was a baby. His baby was and like he wasn't nine years old. Yes. And then and a matter of weeks and hours and, and minutes. And some other time tacked on to that, yes. But he lives in a court of cores. I think that's how you say it. Court of core, yeah. And the, which has a lot of, like, fields of flowers, which you kids can run around in. Yeah. And uh, he's running with his dog, and everything's all happy. Yeah. And then his dog gets hit by a truck. Oh, yeah. I knew that was coming. <laughs> You're like, is there a dead dog coming? I just knew. I, I was like, there's no way that this... Yep. And then you see it fly into the air. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> they just basically toss up. So like, it's very sad, but then... puppet. Uh, so Ned decides to go up and touch his dog, and then the dog just pops back up to life. It's fine. Yeah. So then Ned's like, what? Like, apparently he has the ability to bring the dead back to life. Yeah, it happens. It happens. He doesn't know how it happened. He just knows it happened. Mm-hmm. So then we cut to... I don't know if it's like the next day. I think his shirt's different. Which kind of brings into questions like some stuff, but right. So we're just not gonna. We're not gonna talk about it. We're not gonna think about it. So, but he's at home with his mother, who I don't like. If he's want to say like twenty years of two thousand seven, so like that would have been the eighties. But his mom is like a nineteen fifties housewife. Right. Yeah. No, it is a very like anachronistic type of of like like plot design, like set design kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. so, but she's baking pies. Mm-hmm. Like, you do. Like, a bunch of pies for, I don't know why, just because she likes baking pie. Sometimes you just gotta bake pie. Yeah, so, but then also, like, Ned's kind of testing out his power. He, like, brings a fly back to life that his mom killed, mm-hmm. and apparently it still works, but then he also gets distracted by a cute little girl across the street. Oh, yeah. It's Young Love. It's Young Love. Her name is Chuck. Chuck, yeah. <laughs> You're like, Chuck. Chuck. It's a great name. Her full name's Charlotte. Charlotte Charles. <laughs> so her name is Chuck Chuck. Charlie Chuck. Chuck Chuck. That's that I don't even, I don't think we got her dad's name yet, but uh, also but we'll get to that because it's also kinda of, That's kinda of relevant. Yeah. Like Ned kinda has like Ned's he's just Ned and then everybody else is kinda like more like elaborate names. Mm-hmm. But uh so Ned's in love with his na- little neighbor girl named Chuck. And uh, they have fun sometimes. They build, like, these, like, wonderful, like, play and cardboard sets of towns and then dress up as dinosaurs and murder them all. That sounds like fun. It does. Uh, why did, I never thought about doing that. I never kid. thought. Of, I don't. I guess death and destruction just wasn't in the cards for me as a kid. Yeah, they, and it's really cute. And then, so they do that. And then uh, Ned goes back home and gets dust, I guess, because there was a lot of dust. Were they using wood? 
I don't know. I, I, yeah, I, I guess if they, I guess they're using the, like plywood. Well, like dusting him off, and then Chuck's dad is like spraying her down with the hose just to clean him off, and then suddenly a blood vessel bursts in Ned's mom's head, and she dies, killing her instantly. Yay! <laughs> I'm traumatized. Ah, oh, that that could hurt it. That stings a little. That could sting. Can it sting more? Probably. How could it sting more, Adara? So Ned's all like, "Well, my mom just died in front of me." But I have a power that if I just touch her, I can bring her back to life. <laughs> so so he does that. He's a bit like, uh. Yeah. I guess. But then she but she doesn't she just thinks like she must have just fallen down. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's fine. Yeah. And then she gets back up, acts like everything is going back to normal. And I think Ned's a bit like because he's still not used to his power, and also he just brought a human back to life. Yeah, that's a big deal. Yeah, so then, and then there's, like, a timer going, and, like, some stuff goes off. Uh, Chuck runs back into the house, because he doesn't need to be traumatized yet. Yeah. As it turns out, the timer goes off, and then suddenly Chuck's father just drops dead. Yay! Oh, <laughs> that's unfortunate. Why did that happen? So it's more traumatized. I'll get to the rules in a second because oh, we we're getting rules. through. Because this is this it's is basically rules. This is kind of how Ned finds out the rules of his powers mm-hmm. in the most traumatic way possible. Right. So then, and what was it like? Ned's mom sees Chuck's dad. It's like on the ground. And she freaks out mm-hmm. like you do. Drops a pie, and then we cut to that night when I guess like the morgue is taking. <laughs> Chuck's father away. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, but then Ned's mom just, like, puts her to bed and tries to kiss him goodnight, and then she dies again. She dies again. A second time. And so Ned's like, okay. Death goes back to touch. Two. To touch her. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. So she dead dead. Yeah. So this is where we get to the rules of Ned's powers. Mm-hmm. I don't think we got to the point where he can dis- he discovers how long he can keep somebody alive for, mm-hmm. but we'll get to that. And it doesn't matter right now. So basically the rules is he touches something once, it comes back to life. Yeah. If he touches something again, they, they die forever. Yeah. So it's only like a, it's a one-time thing. Mm-hmm. And then if he keeps something alive for longer than a minute, and I'm, I'll be specific with this, something of equal life mm-hmm. proximity, I guess, or life equivalency within proximity has to die. Right. So like a human for a human, like that's why like when Digby came back to life, the dog's name is Digby, a squirrel died. Right. So, that kind of thing. Right. So don't worry, like, if you bring, like, an animal back to life, a human's not going to die. Mm-hmm. But, but maybe it should. I guess that's not how the universe works in this. But anyway, two dead parents. Yay! <laughs> Equal and opposite dramatic experiences. So then there's the funerals, which, like, they're in the same cemetery, even though they're different religions. Well, I mean, if there's only one town. If they're in the same town, if it's a small town. And it happens on, like, the same day, and we find out that Ned's father just basically shifts him off to boarding school. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Chuck stays in the town with their aunts, Vivian and Lily, Mm -hmm. who are sisters. Right. I don't know if that's stated, but they are. I assumed. Okay. I think think it was stated. I think. Very quickly. Okay, well, they're sisters. The dialogue's very fast in this show. Yes. It is. It's like it's like it's bam, very bam, like bam, snappy bam, bam, dialogue. Bam. But yeah. like my thing is like I don't mind snappy dialogue as long as like everybody is like doing it because my thing is just like this is their world. Everybody right. just talks like that. Right. Yeah. We'll stick with it. And then as they're at their respective parents' funerals, they just like walk across and to the sun, and then they share their first and only, and only kiss. kiss. Mm-hmm. It's cute. It's cute. Look, and it's like, and yeah. then just like just like a small. Child and then they're separated, and then 
Ned, because of this traumatic experience, decides that he doesn't want to get close to people. Mm-hmm. Because just in case, like, something happens. Yeah. Because it sucks. That, that, yeah, that kind of, that's, that's a lot for a small child. And then he also, be- and it also says he becomes completely obsessed with pie. Yeah, which is normal. Mm. There's worse things to get obsessed with. That's true. It could have been cocaine. <laughs> I'm just saying. I think we picked the. I guess right, it would make me wonder about like his like life path from like because like you basically we jumped to about. Oh my god, the wiki has the exact thing. We jumped 19 years, 34 weeks, one day, and 59 minutes. <laughs> thank you, thank you, pushing Daisy's wiki. Yo, the wiki is on point. Thank you for that. And uh, Ned is an adult, and he's now Lee Pace. <laughs> so good for him. Puberty treated him well. It did. It became puberty was very kind. He of became him. Lee Pace, who is in stuff. Yeah, he's he acts and things. It's probably I think the guy of all the actors is probably now like the biggest. Uh, that's tied with Kristen Chenoweth. Yeah, Kristen Chenoweth is big for like different reasons though. She's, I like, feel like she big, was she's big she was Broadway. kind of big before this came on. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then she would like a Broadway wise. Yeah. Yeah. Big, big theater. Yeah, so, yeah, like, Lee, so we got, so Ned is played by Lee Pace, who I would say, if I'm going to say anything negative about Marvel, mm. is that you had Lee Pace, and you wasted your Lee Pace. It's true. They did bring him back but they like still half a second in another movie. But they still wasted him. But Lee Pace, people. Oh, it's really good, at, like, besides, like, if you, like, disliking The Hobbit aside, if you dislike it, I'm kind of neutral on it. He's really good in The Hobbits. Right, right, yeah, he is not at fault for The Hobbit. <laughs> He was good in that, and then I think he was in the last Twilight movie. Was he? I think he was one of the best. Yeah, oh, confession time. Have you not seen any of them? I have a confession. I haven't seen most of the Twilight films. I've seen two of them. I saw the first one. So um, the good one. I I would argue. We can do a whole Twilight thing, and I will argue. We, we should We should rewatch this. Okay, I read all the books. Like, the books, like, I was in, like, the book. You read Midnight Sun? <laughs> I did not. Did not read. Oh, that's why I should send you. Uh, I was talking to you about Amanda the Jedi. She just like because she's yeah. really big on Twilight. I don't think she watches this, but if she, but you know, yeah. Um, but I read I read the books when they were really popular in 2007, which this show takes place. Bought it all full circle. Let's go. So you read Twilight instead of watching this show. Yeah. Actually, no. Although granted, like the show I was watching Heroes. <laughs> oh, that's fair. Although granted, I think I was like 2007. So I was like 14. I might have been too young to watch this show. Yeah. Yeah. You're like right like on the cusp there. I guess. Okay. But this show is probably what, like T V fourteen? Yeah. Yeah. There's not a lot of, I mean it's ABC, so they yeah. can't But anyway, Twilight. <laughs> Twilight. Yeah. Wait. Pushing daisies. <laughs> Pushing daisies. <laughs> Gravity Falls. Gravity Falls. <laughs> um, no, that's I've only seen two of the Twilight movies. Yeah. Which is it sad that We've only seen those, but we've seen all Fifty Shades of Grey's in the theater. I mean, to be fair, like, do I get any credit for reading the Twilight books? You read all. Oh, you read all of them. I didn't. I did. Oh, I read. Yeah, I read. I read two of them, and then uh, I was reading Eclipse, and then I got there was like the part with the werewolves, and I got really bored, and I stopped reading it. Ah. <laughs> uh. Good times. But, but we did see. But like the shame in us is that we've seen all Fifty Shades in the theaters. And I've seen 365 Days. Oh, yeah, you watched that. I have to... (laughs) 
I've seen that movie. That might be another topic, but I and then uh, I messaged her throughout the entire movie. What a what a ride that what a ride that was. I will declare, but it. I've declared this to you, and I will declare it. If the sequel movie comes out, I yeah. am taking you with me. Is, I mean, that implies that we can actually like go out to see movies again. Well, that's on Netflix. Oh, so either oh. way, you're screwed. Oh, oh, okay. Anyway, pushing daisies. Pushing daisies. Let's go. Where was I? Are we talking about Lee Pace? Yeah, so he plays Ned now, and he owns a pie shop called the Pie Hole. And it seems like a nice, I think it seems nice. It's like a nice, like... Oh, it's super cute. I find it weird just a place that sells pie. It's like a I mean, like bakery. Yeah. It's like, well, they, but I guess you can only like, get a full pie, but you can't really get anything else. But do they sell pizza pie? No. Oh, okay. It's just, no, it's just like normal fruit pies, okay. I would say. And also technically ice cream, because this show actually told me what a la mode means. Oh. So you get ice cream, and then also I think you get coffee. It's so like a nice like, little like diner. You sit and you chill. Right. And you get a slice of pie or even a whole pie. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. So Ned bakes pies for a living and also all of the fruit that he gets is rotten. Mm. Because when he just touches it, it's as fresh. But so then it's a good pie. Once. Yeah, basically. I think that probably like, once he touches it and I don't even, I guess like he has a glove on. Because like we've like, said the rules like touching. Like it just can't be skin to skin. Right. Like, if you have like a thin glove on, you're fine. Mm-hmm. As, like, has been established, I right. think, for the, yeah. So I think that might be the rule, because he technically has to, like, cut up the fruit. So I think he just wears a glove. Anyway. Makes sense. So Ned's doing that, and then also he kind of moonlights as a helper to a private detective. Yeah. Cause, uh, That's a good gig. Through an experience, um, he meets Emerson Cod. Mm-hmm. And basically the experience is, like, Emerson was chasing somebody, that guy fell and hit his head and died. Yeah, and then like instantly, and then his body flew up, hit Ned on the forehead, mm-hmm. and then he was brought back to life. And then Ned's like, "Fuck," <laughs> and then brought, and then Everson witnessed it, so it's basically like, "Hey, I'm not gonna turn you in. I don't know who you would turn him into." Yeah, not really sure. But hey, I w- okay, I won't tell anybody your secret. Mm-hmm. But how about instead, I just bring you in on these things because basically it's a lot easier to solve a crime if you can just wake up the person and say hey who killed you it's true that's pretty although as we've seen in the last two episodes maybe not exactly right yeah so who killed you again and you and then you just make them dead again Mm -hmm. and then you know we like split the reward there you go perfect which is actually because i think they said like his uh ned shop wasn't doing well right so that's actually a good way to keep it going. That's probably why it's still running, even though it sells only pie. It's because you got that money, though. Yeah. You got that PI money. But I guess, like, I guess like with the pie, pie shop, it kind of sounds like if you go to, like, an ice cream shop, like, after dinner. Mm-hmm. So it kind of seems like that. Like, hey, like, we had dinner. Let's go to this place and get a slice of pie. Oh, that sounds great. I miss going to places. <laughs> you can still technically go to places. I get anxiety now, even more so than I did before, because I, I already had anxiety. I was at a restaurant like a few weeks ago, but I was out. We were outside. Oh, okay, That's but for the most part, takeout. I mean, I, yeah, I, I'm a fan of takeout these days. Weren't you always a fan of takeout? I've heard takeout. Yes. <laughs> I don't like to sit places and socialize. Um, I remember the sometimes. last time we went out to a restaurant with was a fondue. I was literally, as soon as I said that, I was like, oh, wait, no, I want to do that again. That was you want to go back to the melting pot? I, I would love to, except that was fun. not right now. Yeah. We had a good time. We should do that again when life we were there till, terrible. I think we were there till like midnight. It was great. I was scared. But that was that cheese fondue and then that chocolate fondue. 
And they gave us, so like, good. all of, like, the crappy desserts. I thought it was going to be just fruit, but it was, like, Rice Krispie Treats. Yeah. We're so good. Pushing um, daisies. Pushing, pushing I feel like daisies. it might be a lot of rambling in this episode. Because, it's been because we haven't seen each other for so long. <laughs> oh, it makes me sad, but also a little happy. Anyway, Never we also again. meet um, a waitress at the pie hole named Olive Snook, played by, as mentioned before, uh, Chris and Chenoweth. The one and only Chris and Chenoweth. Also, uh, Embers of the Cod is played by, I think it's, I think you say Chi McBride. I think it's how you say it. Okay. I think it's like a character actor. Yeah. I don't know. I saw, he was like, he had an arc on house for, that's all I remember. Oh. But, but I first saw him in this. Well, good for him. Yeah. So that's Emerson. And then Olive Snook is Kristen Chenoweth, who I assume if you're a Broadway fan. You know who she you is. You know who she is. You know who she is. And then if you're a TV, I don't think she's done a lot of movies. Yeah. I'd have to look. I think she's in that one movie with J-Lo. Uh, I'm sure she's in like, yeah. Let's see. What's, what's, what's her? Oh, come on. Just give me the, give me the list. <laughs> she's in, uh, RV. RV. That was a terrible film. Rio. Um, anything like, oh, she was in My Little Pony, the movie. Yeah. Um, very nice. Yeah, the boy next door is that J-Lo movie. Oh, okay. Where she. Oh, she does, does a lot of voice work, it looks like. Yeah. Not good for her. But mainly Broadway, and I would say most famously Wicked. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's her biggest role, but uh, also for TV, this. I think she won an Emmy for Pushing Daisies for season two. Did she? It doesn't say here. Maybe go up for or like see awards. Mm. Eh, eh, eh. Where is it? Oh, oh awards. Awards. Uh, oh, she did, w- she did win an Emmy. Yay! Good for her. Yeah, and she was in the West Wing. She was in the later seasons of the West Wing. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's, I was trying to think of her other TV work, and all I could think of was uh, West Wing. She did a bunch, a few other things, too. But anyway, so. Anyway. She, so she plays Olive, and she works, she's a waitress at the pie hole. Yes. That's all we know for this second. But then we're having a discussion about a murder case involving a dog. I don't have that murder thing. Because it's, it's like a small detail, but it kind of just like shows like what they're doing. Right. So they say like, this guy gets mauled by a dog and they think it's his dog. Right. And then they go to the morgue where we meet more guy. The morgue guy. He's great. Yeah, he'll get better too. Oh, good. That's exactly what I want to hear. And it's like, so then, and this is a simple one. Ned wakes him up. The guy says after, and also like, I will say for the show, it's got good makeup. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. The whole guy's face is missing. It's great. It's fun. It's fun. It'll get better, too. Oh. Cool. (laughs) And then he basically says, uh, no, my secretary put her dog on me. Yeah. So it wasn't my dog. Right. And then then he said. the dog is exonerated. But then another, would another dog get murdered if if a person forced the dog to do it? Do you have to murder that dog? Oh. I don't want to think about that. Like, if the dog just says, don't I understand? But. Right. If a human. That's a good. Um, oh, let's not. Let's not contemplate. I prefer the less dead dogs, the better. But anyway, but then uh, so they're done that. Ned goes back to his uh, apartment. I guess he owns the whole building. Or he rents it. OK. I don't know, because like he lives because he lives in the apartment above from the pie hole. Mm-hmm. And so does Olive. So we're just going to assume either like he bought the building or he rents the building. OK, sure. Because I don't, yeah, I don't know. But anyways, because uh, Olive's watching Digby, and uh, she tries to, like, come on to Ned a bit. Yeah. Which is just. She's into him. She's into him quite a bit, which, like, I feel, because Lee Pace, but. Yeah, it's true. 
But like, also it's just, I was, we say it's kind of funny with like their height difference. Yeah. Wait, how tall is, how tall is Kristen Chenoweth? Let's look this Must up. Must be, I know Lee Pace is probably like six foot. I thought he was taller than that. He might be taller than that. I don't know. Is Kristen, uh, come on internet. Chenoweth. Yeah, she's, I was going to say, I thought she was, she was shorter than five foot. She's 4'11". So I am taller than her. Yes, I would say. You're, yeah, you're not, you're not short. You're not short. You're like I've average. got actually. I've got short legs. Oh, well, you're like an average height. Yeah. Um. Okay. Now, how tall is Lee Pace? Yeah, Lee Pace is six five. <laughs> so that like, yeah, that's a big height difference. Probably makes sense why she has to like go to, get on a table. Yeah. In order to be like to like be able to speak to him. <laughs> yeah. I kind of wonder though, like if the stuff that if the stuff that happens later on in the episode didn't happen, would. Ned and Olive ever get together because like I feel like he's only not I don't think it's like he's not into her or like he's not into her because of like his feeling I'm not wanting to get connected to people because of his powers mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I kind of wonder like would they ever maybe I don't know they seem like they have conflicting personalities maybe but also kind of feels like he doesn't know her that much and like she mm-hmm. doesn't really know him that much it's just kind of like he's cute and he's the only guy I see most of the time we've all been there yeah but anyway so, um, after that doesn't work, uh, there's suddenly a new story about a woman who, they, I, for, I forgot, I thought that they were saying that she just fell off a cruise ship, but I realized, like, later in the new, in the episode, they do actually say she was murdered. Yeah. I thought they just said she fell she off. She was murdered and then thrown off a cruise ship. Or she just fell off the, I mean, or she was, like, thrown off the cruise ship. Yeah. And drowned. Yeah. Still murder. Still murder. I thought for some reason they were saying it was an accident because I had a point about that but like the captain tried to say it was an accident because you know don't really want somebody to get murdered on a ship right that's bad that's bad publicity pr bad pr yes Mm -hmm. um and then emerson comes by and apparently the i think they say the travel agency that set up her trip Mm -hmm. is offering a fifty thousand dollar reward and they need to find out because she's getting buried like right away because she's jewish and we bury them quick Mm -hmm. but i was kind of wondering like but it's a murder investigation right so you can't, I, pre, I don't know what the exact rules for murder investigation, but I'm pretty sure you can't bury a body until you know what happened. Mm. So like religious aside, religion aside. Right. That was kind of my thing. I'm like, that's why I, I in my head, oh, they said it was an accident. Mm. So she wasn't. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like. That would make sense why they would allow that. Yeah. Cause that's my thinking. I'm like, no, but you think she was murdered. You wouldn't bury her. Unless like you had all the fat, like you had all the information. Right. Which it sounds like they don't. I'm not really sure. But anyway, so Emerson basically tells Ned about the case, which is, and she's being buried in court of course, and then we find out that it's Chuck. Ah. So she did. She did. Aw. For now. And then, like, Ned's like, aw. Yeah. Yeah, I think, like, I, 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 I do kind of find the psychology of Ned pretty interesting, and, like, we'll get into it as, you know, life goes on and the show goes on. Right. But anyway, so then uh, they go to court of court. Uh, Emerson finds out that Ned no, knew her, but not in the biblical sense. Not in the biblical sense, because they were, they were children. Not teenager children, like children, they children. Were, they were, they were wee babs. But anyway, so they get to the funeral home. We also meet the funeral director. Yeah, that guy. Who Lawrence uh, Schultz? I think we say the name. The so I guess the point to know about him 
right now is that he owns this funeral home. Yeah. And he steals stuff from the dead. And sells it on the internet. So not a good guy. I not hope like a great guy. maybe something bad will happen to him. Maybe. But they go into uh, they where her body is being held and Ned asks to go in alone. Yeah. And so he does, and then, like, he opens up the coffin, and I I mean, like, I mean, it's just a dead body. There's no, like, scars or anything, which right. I think they're assuming, because of, you know, the show, they don't want to have to do deal with, like, the makeup constantly. Right, yeah. Keep it easy. So then, you know, Ned touches her cheek, and then she comes back to life, and then immediately tries to attack him, because, weird. Mm-hmm. So then we meet Chuck. Chuck. Who is played by Anna, I think you say Anna Friel. I, I don't know. What is she in? Um, She now... Oh, my God. I forget the name of the show. I'm going to look it up. I should say this, because I don't know if you knew this about her, but Anna Friel is British. Hmm. But she has a very good American accent. Pretty solid American accent. I've heard her, like, her actual, like her British accent, like her normal voice, and it's, like, really posh and, like, very different. Oh, really? Oh, that's funny. Yeah. I think... What has she been in? I know, like... Movie-wise, she was in that... Uh, what's that movie called? Land of the Lost... Oh. With Will Ferrell? Oh, okay. Have you seen that? I absolutely have seen that. It's, I have it. It's terrible. Yeah. Um, but what what is the... What, <laughs> uh, my family has probably watched that more than any family should. And it's not even like a lot of times. It's just like more than once. Um, oh. She's now on... She's on a British show now called Mar- Marcella, which is like a... I think it's like a British tactical procedural, but that's what she's on now. Mm-hmm. And then... Oh, shit. I remember... Oh. So, remember, like, when sci-fi was, like, taking, like, classic literature and then turning it into, like, sci-fi miniseries? Yes. So, she was in Neverland. Oh, okay. Remember that one? I don't remember that I've one. only seen the one that they saw of Alice in Wonderland, which yeah. I really enjoyed when it was on and, like, rewatching it. Mm-hmm. It's not great. Mm. But then there's also Tin Man. I, I remember Tin Man. That was, like, the big one, because I, I think it had Zoe Deschanel in it. Yeah. And apparently that one's not good. Mm-hmm. Can I say something about Land of the Lost? Real yes. Quick? The, the the best part about Land of the Lost was its hilarity in retrospect because there's a there's a scene at the beginning um, because Will, Will Ferrell is playing like the scientist guy but he's like kind of kooky and, and is not taken seriously mm-hmm. so he has like an interview with Matt Lauer Matt Lauer makes fun of him and then at the very end he writes uh, the Will Ferrell's character writes his book and it's called Matt Lauer can suck it and 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 today times <laughs> but with what we know about Matt Lauer it's it's great. <laughs> It's so good. I think I, I found this picture that I posted it when that news came out. <laughs> so anyway, I just all I want to say is Matt Lauer can suck it and we can move on. So you've seen her in Land of the Lost. Yes, yes. Is she British in that? I forget. Okay. It's been a very long time since I saw that movie and all I remember from it is Matt Lauer can suck it. But she's British, but she puts on an American accent and yeah. it's quite good. But anyway, so before she can like fully attack Ned, he says like... Hey, it's me from 20 years ago. Yeah. He's like, hey, remember the kid across the street? And then she's like, hey, how's it going? Let's give him a hug. Don't give him a hug. Yeah. Then it's like, uh, by the way, you're dead. Yeah. Or you're, well, you're undead. Yeah. Anyway. And she's like, what? And then he tries, basically he says like, you have 60 seconds. Can you tell me what happened? And she's like, that doesn't seem like a lot of time. Couldn't we like talk or? Right. He's like, do you know what killed you? And she says... No. She does not know. Because basically what happened is that she was getting ice because she was on a cruise. Mm-hmm. I miss cruises. Eh. 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 They're fun when you're kids. I'm not going to lie. They are fun when you're a kid. 
But she was on a cruise, and she went to go get ice, and then she dropped her key, mm-hmm. and as she was thinking, that was dumb, and then the, <laughs> I love that bit where they say, like, the narrator, like, she said that, and the narrator says, as she was thinking, that was dumb. Some guy came with a plastic bag with a smiley face on it and just started suffocating her. Yeah. And then threw her into the ocean, but we'll get back to that. That happened. Yeah. So then, and then the minute's, like, basically up, and they're kind of, like, and everything's like, what's going on? And then, uh... Chuck says, like, well, thanks for calling me Chuck, and that kind of thing. Yeah. Because I've been called that a while, and it's kind of, the romantic music is playing. Yeah. And then Ned's trying to, like, I think, like, he wanted to tell her some stuff, but like, basically it's kind of like, like, it says, like, you were my first kiss, and I find out with Chuck that she, that was also her first kiss, first right. and last. Mm-hmm. Which, like, I mean, you can, somebody can not be kissed for a long time, but, like, it kind of, but, like, she's kind of, like, very bubbly, so, like, but we'll get to her life. Yeah. She has a whole, she has a whole backstory. I think everybody's backstory. Everybody's we'll get backstory. to it. We'll get yep. But uh, so they're about to kiss, and like the minutes like going, and then suddenly the minute passes. Yep. And Lauren Schultz dies. Yeah, the 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 d bag funeral guy just kicks it. So you know. And then I think Ned's nice. like, "Oh, the minute's gone." Mm-hmm. And then uh, he's like, "What if she didn't have to be dead?" Right. Like, and and here we go. That's the plot. <laughs> Basically. Welcome to Pushing Daisies. So then she gets back into the coffin because they got to figure out what to do and, like, get Emerson out of the way because he's not going to be happy. Yeah. So then uh, Ned basically tries to get or him away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ned basically and then But Emerson's like, all right, something's up. Mm-hmm. But, well, I'm just going to go. And then there's, like, a chase for the coffin because the coffin leaves. Mm-hmm. And they got to get to the funeral home. And then we find out... Um, while Chuck's just, like, sitting in the coffin. Which, like, it looks like a comfy coffin. But, like, would you want to be in a coffin? N- n- no. 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 N- not, like, ever. I mean, it kind of maybe would maybe be, like, a tanning bed kind of-ish. But, like, you know that you're in a coffin. The only time I would want to be in a coffin is if I turned into a vampire. Then I would just do it for the aesthetic. Okay. But we find out Otherwise, about... No. Chuck's life basically after her dad died. So her aunts, Vivian and Lily, moved in mm-hmm. and they are basically shut ins. They've got like personality disorders. They have, they have a, matching personality disorders. Matching personality disorders. They have a love of fine cheeses. Which is nice. A lot of every, basically every character, maybe like with the exception of Ned, but he's got a power that can bring the dead back to life. Yeah. And he bakes pies. Mm-hmm. I guess he does have like, has a like quirky <laughs> attributes. Right, right. They have like a, like a thing. Yeah, even like Emerson does, which we'll get to. Yeah, and uh, also they have, also the ants have a lot of birds and some and a taxidermy peacock. Why not? Yeah, that's a question. So they're like shut in. So then, because they were shut ins, Chuck kind of also felt like she had to stay there and take care of them. So she basically never really left, right? Like her house, although she did become a beekeeper and sell honey for the homeless, like. I forget if it's to the homeless or she just sold honey to give money to the homeless. I would assume it's the latter, but who knows. It would be kind of cruel to yeah. be like, hello, homeless, give me your money. But then we would do, I think in the next episode we find out, like, something about Chuck that makes her, like, a lot smarter. Mm. So, but, like, because of, like, the fact that she's a shut-in and right. we find out that she reads a lot, so it kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, like, if she, like, we're going to feel, like, a couple more skills that she has, but it's going to make sense. Right. Because of the fact that they, once you set up that a character's a shut-in and doesn't go out and reads, yeah. it's nonstop. They, they could know possibly anything. Yeah. They're too powerful. So she does that, and then one day she's like, I want to see the world. So she goes to this travel agency called, called Boutique Travel Tra- Travel, travel Agencies. No, it's Boutique Travel Travel Boutique. Oh, you're right. Yes. B- 
boutique jumpsuit. There's a lot of redundancy. This, oh, you have no idea. In this in this show. It's you great. have no idea. A lot of redundancy. Yeah. And uh, she decides she wants to go on this cruise. And then what happens? She dies. She gets murdered. Yeah, she's... Although now she's back to life. She's back now. Yes. And then after, I think either Ned lights a car on fire or the car was on fire. Something with fire to distract the, the people burying her. Yeah. Uh, we get her out of the coffin. I, how did... This, again, like, most of the stuff when I, like, it's not a criticism of the show. It's just straightforward nitpicking because I feel like nitpicking. Yeah. Um, like, how did she get out of, because it looks like she was probably, like, a feet under, so she had to, like, climb out of there because I can't touch her. Yeah. She has skills. Anyway, she got out of the coffin. She's out of the coffin. And now she's back at the pie hole. And basically Ned says that you cannot touch me or else you will die. Right. Forever. Yeah. So. Yeah. She she gets a, a abbreviated version of the rules. She doesn't get one of the rules. She doesn't get one of the rules. Which we'll get to. Yeah, which is a thing. Yeah. And, uh, but she's kind of, she wants to, like, she because she's a very, like, I guess, like, touchy-feely person, and she, like, she has, like, this whole monologue about hugs. Mm-hmm. It's like, you just, like, squeeze the anxiety out. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, <laughs> she's adorable. She's very cute. Yeah. But basically, he's like, no, you cannot, like, we can't touch me, you can't touch me, that kind of thing. And then they go back up to his apartment, we see Digby. Because, mm-hmm. like, he still has Digby, which, like, kind of... Wonder something about his powers because since it's been twenty years and the dog's still alive, right? So there's there yeah there's probably some other side. Like not saying like a dog can't live for twenty years, but like that dog was already like I think like three an, or four. An adult, yeah. By the time, yeah. So there might be like an immortality. Especially thing. golden retrievers, the average life expectancy of a golden retriever is probably like somewhere between like ten to fourteen years, averaging on twelve. Yeah. Okay. But uh, then uh, Ned goes to sleep, and then Chuck. I guess, like, it takes a shower and then is sitting watching TV about her murder. Mm-hmm. And they get, like, this picture, but I don't know where they got it from, like, from the cruise. Because, like, if she was a shut-in. Mm. So I'm wondering where they got that picture from. But basically, it's, like, it's a dorky picture of, like, her eating. Yeah, like, like some kind of, like. Crab um, thing. Yeah, like, seafood place. Eating, like, the lobster. So you have, like, with the bib and that, like, says happy mm-hmm. birthday on the top. So. And then she finds out about something that didn't tell her about, which is the reward. Oh, yeah. So then she wakes up Ned. And basically asks, like, so you knew about the reward, mm-hmm. right? And then he's like, ah, ah, yeah. Kinda. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. But then he's like, look, I wouldn't have known you were dead if it wasn't for the reward. Mm-hmm. And then basically she's like, well, do you want the reward? Like, is that the only reason that I'm alive? Right. And then, I mean, technically, but, like, he could have just, but it basically is, like, saying, like, I don't want the reward. Mm-hmm. So... Right. That which I believe him, right? Like I mean, he's got Chuck back in his life, and like it's yeah. the one, it's the one thing he remembers of happiness, right? So he has, yes, he has that has something that that he has something. <laughs> one thing, just just one thing. So then, like, okay, go to bed. And then the next morning, she wakes up, and uh, there's a note that says, "Please don't leave this apartment." And what does she do? She leaves the apartment. But I do kind of wonder, because I'm like, oh, wait, like, she doesn't have any clothes except for her funeral dress. Right. So, I don't know, like, I mean, it, it sounds like she probably just, like, wanted to grab one of Ned's shirts and maybe some, I don't know, pants-wise, I'm concerned. It's okay, don't think about it. All right, I won't. And then she runs into Olive. Mm-hmm. And then, but it looks kind of interesting when, like, you see a woman just, like, leave some, you're, this guy you have a crush Especially because she's, like, you know, very covered. Yeah. To, to hide her identity. <laughs> 
And then, like, like all of a sudden, like, does he touch you? And we're like, no. <laughs> but then uh, we go down to the pie hole. Ned and Emerson, they're talking. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I love the line of, like, Chuck comes in and basically uh, says, like, introduced herself, sort of introduced herself. Right. And then... Olive's like, she looks like she looks a lot like that dead girl. And then Emerson's like, she looks exactly like that dead girl. <laughs> Which is a compliment because the dead girl was very pretty. Yes. And then Emerson's just like, son of a bitch. Right. And then they decide, and then Chuck's like, let's solve my murder and we'll split it 30, 30, 40. Mm-hmm. Because I get, I should deserve more because I died. Right. Which fair. Which is like very fair. And Emerson's like, okay. Because he took his money out of it. Right. Yeah. Although, wait. Oh, no, wait. Never mind. Okay. Because I was thinking, like, wait. I was thinking, like, 30s and 30,000 um, and not 30, 30%. 30%. Yeah. yeah. But then we go back to the kitchen and then we start talking about, like, yo, you left her. It's like, she's still alive. She's still alive. When she should be dead. Did she ever That's not good. Yeah. Cause like, if somebody recognizes her, they're going to be like, you. Essentially, like, if she, like, wasn't all over the news as well. Right. Like, if she just died. It wouldn't be anything. It wouldn't really be anything. But the fact that, like, she's been on the news, people are going to recognize her. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Emerson's like, so who died? And then we find out that it was Lauren Schultz. Mm-hmm. And then basically Emerson's like, I was in proximity. Could And it's like. Right. Yeah. Like, he was Ned, Ned was not thinking. Mm-hmm. And then also uh, Ned tells Emerson that he, that he inadvertently killed Chuck's dad when they were kids. Right. Yeah. So it's like so that you know there's some there's some baggage there. There is some baggage and like that kind of thing. I think it's like Emerson's like saying like I've got like some a bunch of childhood trauma horror stories and then he's like I kind of killed her dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then we find out uh, Chuck comes in basically saying like um, I'm not the girl you think I am. I wasn't just like somebody who was like a shut in for their, her entire life only to die on her first outing, but right. she kind of was. Yeah, that's sort of. Happened. But we find out that the that she didn't actually pay for the trip. Right. She went to boutique travel tower boutiques and was basically asked to she could take this trip free of charge. She just had to get a package. Right. She just had to make a delivery. Was she yes. dropping it off or picking it up? Uh I don't know. I thought she was I think she did get a package. Oh, okay. Maybe I don't know. No, I think she was Let me see. Yeah. It just says transporting. Transporting. That sounds like delivering. Yeah. She had to transport a some plastered monkeys. Because mm-hmm. why not? Which, like, I don't know if... Would you take that deal? Like, hey, here's a free cruise. Just take take this thing. That sounds a little sus to me. But if I was in her situation, I would understand. I'd be like, oh, well, yeah, that's, that's a reasonable trade-off. Yeah. So then they found out, like, okay, so that's probably, like, why you got killed. Mm-hmm. So let's go to Boutique Travel Travel oh, Boutique, boutique yes. and meet the travel agent, I mean, Dee Dee Duffield. Nice. And uh, we go to, so we go there, and she's also dead. She's dead. Has also been asphyxiated by a plastic bag. With a smiley face. With a smiley face. I just find that funny. Yeah, just try to keep it good humored. So we wake her up, and then uh, basically Chuck's like, did you know I was going to die? And she was like, eh. Eh. She's really being honest, and it's just kind of like, look, if I knew it was safe, I would have done it. (laughs) And then before we can get, like, any more information out, Mm -hmm. basically uh, she kind of, like, goes to grab Ned's cheek, and then it's just like, bleh. Right, yeah. It's like, you can scoot back. Mm-hmm. I keep forgetting that I remember lines from this. Because it's been a while since I've watched it, like, the full season again, but I keep forgetting that I remember stuff. Right, right. But, um, 
So we're like, all right, so where do we go now? And then we find out, hey, where does your luggage go when you die? Your next of kin. We got to go. The ants. We got to go find uh, Vivian and Lily. Well, we know where they are. They're at the house. Right. So we go there. Um, We don't let Chuck in because obvious reasons. Obvious reasons. But Emerson gives her a hug from Ned. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's funny. So then we talk to them. We also find out about the ants. So they were, uh, before that, like all of that stuff happened where they became uh, socially distant, they were a synchronized swimming team. I don't think it says it in here, but they're called the Darling Mermaid Darlings. And they were really big. Yeah. And then their, you know, popularity faded. And they weren't as big. Then they weren't as big. And then Lily got cat litter in her eye and lost her eye. That's actually very scary. I have a cat. What if I lose my eye? Just wear goggles when you're changing the litter. Or get one of those thingies where it just automatically does it for you. Oh. Tempting. Or they have, like, don't they have the nice things there where you just, like, it's a shovel thing and then you can, like, really big, just, like, grab it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Real quick. Yeah. Also, do cats pee in litter boxes? I've never had a yes. cat. Okay. But you don't need to worry about that? No, it's all good. Okay. Yeah. Again, never had a cat. Yeah. It's fun. My cat is very cute. Yeah. It's so then. Very big. And then that was that. And then they stopped swimming, and then they became shut-ins. It happens. Like you do. Oh, I should probably mention. Um, so Vivian is played by Ellen Green, who's also a Broadway star. She's yeah. probably biggest for – she originated the role of Audrey in Little Shop of Horrors and was in the movie. Oh. oh. There you go. And she's got, like – I've heard her voice. It's, like, very – it's kind – like, it's very, like, interesting. Mm. Like, good, but, like, interesting because it's very mm. – it kind of – I don't know. Some reason it sounds like it cracks, but it's also like very like belty and like okay. dramatic. And then um, Lily is played by how do you say her name? Swooshy Kurtz. Okay. Okay. I know she is pretty. I forget. Hold on. Because she was on a show at one point, which is like how because like it says like with Swooshy Kurtz. Mm-hmm. So like you would say I know she was on Mike and Molly. Okay. After, but uh. And then she was in a bunch of, like, movies. She was in Bubble Boy. So she was on uh, Carol and Company, which she won an Emmy for. Yeah. And then she was on the show Sisters that lasted over 100 episodes. Oh, wow. Which I think, like, some other people were in that. Like, I think, like, what's her name? Stella Ward was in it. Okay. And I think it's just, like, one of those, like, I think it's a drama hmm. about sisters from the, ni- the yeah, 90s. So it's, like, ran from, like, 91 to 96. Mm. Mm-hmm. So that's what she's big for. So those are the ants, and uh, so they go to their house. They're eating some cheese or some goat cheese that has a grassy flavor. Very nice. And uh, I'll get to the fun. I, there are some fun facts. There's not a ton, but we might do that to continue that line <laughs> from Gravity Falls. Oh uh, yeah. So uh, we'll get to that. But basically, they're talking, and basically they ask where the luggage is, and specifically a stainless steel. Briefcase. Yeah. But then also Chuck gets out of the car because mm-hmm. she's Chuck. Because she's Chuck. And like sneaks in and decides to like, go upstairs and she's kind of like, why did I want to leave here? I love this. And I'm like, yeah, you kind of have that feeling when you go away and get murdered. Yeah. <laughs> Man, being murdered has re- made me really reevaluate my entire life. But then she sneaks up to her house, like up to the uh, top floor yeah. of the house and then gets, finds the stainless steel thing and gets the monkeys. Mm-hmm. 
And then Lily goes up and gets the box because of, and then as she's doing that, she gets strangled. Oh yeah, with because the, the guy's in there. Yeah, the guy shows up. And then Ned gets concerned, goes up there, and then also gets strangled. He almost he almost gets strangled. Yeah. But then Chuck comes in and hits him over the head. Yeah. And then we find and then Lily's alive. By the way. Yeah, she didn't die. Because she's like, I can hold my breath for a long time. <laughs> that was great. And then has, also has a shotgun. Mm-hmm. And then just shoots him, mm-hmm. and like that, those then he got shot, propelled out of the glass window, so he so he dead. Mm. Also, we never find out who it was. No, we don't. I thought that was very interesting. There's yeah. no like, yeah, they're they're they solve the murder, but they don't like solve like the murder. I mean, like we know the guy, like he's dead. Who cares? Right, right. It's and then we think there's like a thing because basically, like Lily's right here, and then. Ned's right here, and the Chuck's right here. Mm-hmm. So it like, seems like, oh my god, like we're caught. But then if you remember, Lily's missing an eye. Mm-hmm. And has an eye patch on. She can't actually see Chuck. Right. So then Chuck sinks away. And we're all good. That's how it all works out. Yeah. So then we go back, and then um, they have uh, Ned and Chuck have a conversation outside, mm-hmm. basically, about like... I think like Ned, I think like Chuck's like saying, "Did you really do this? Like, bring me back to life for a good deed?" Because I think that's what he's trying to right. say. That as when in reality, he just like wanted like it feels like nothing has been good in Ned's life right since he was a kid right. Like he went to boarding school, and, like that apparently was we see later it wasn't a good experience. Mm-hmm. His dad never his dad basically abandoned him. Yeah. So it seems like Ned has not had a good life and is like get distanced himself from people and is like very. Like, upset about life. And I think, like, even if I remember watching behind the scenes things like costumes, like, if you notice, everybody's costumes are really bright. And then yeah. Ned's just like in a shirt. Mm-hmm. So then he just says, like, you were, I think it's like you were the last, like, good thing in my life. I wonder what would happen if I had it back. Right. And then she's like, okay. And then they kiss with the monkeys. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, man, these are heavy. And then they break the monkeys and they're gold. Right. Yeah. I'm like, sell those monkeys. Sell the monkeys. But then we find out also that Lily and Vivian got the $50,000 reward right. and are trying to go back out into the world. Which is exciting. Hooray. Maybe we'll see them again sometime. Oh, we didn't see them last episode, did we? No, they did not. They're regular characters, so. Right, yeah, yeah. We'll see them. I kind of I figured. And then also, but Emerson's upset because now he's got to deal with Chuck. Yeah. Right. And they're doing another case. And then Chuck brings in the idea of, like, hey, let's ask this person, like, any last wishes. Mm-hmm. Like, that kind of thing. Which I think is nice, but then I'm also concerned about the minute. But the time. I know. It's like, all right. <laughs> I think if, like, you do it quick. Because yeah. also, like, if you just say to somebody who killed you. Right. It doesn't have to be a full complicated story. Right. You'd be like, oh, this person did it. Cool. That's, like, ten seconds. Right. So maybe it'd be okay. Mm-hmm. The end. That was a long That's time. That's it. That was a lot. Yeah, we talked for like an hour on that. But we rambled a lot too. Yeah, we did ramble a good amount. All right, so what'd you think? Um, oh, I thought that was a very solid pilot. Mm-hmm. Like it just it sets up everything. So I thought I'm trying to think of like things that I was like I don't know, things to point out. I thought the there was it's this is a very narration heavy show, but I think it really sets up because I think it this does have this very because it's whimsical, it does have this very not um not like picture book quality to it, but it does feel very like illustrated in, in how it's presented. Mm-hmm. So having like a narration does feel like you're kind of reading a book in that way. Um, but so I, I, it does tie it all together. Um, it was really interesting in the beginning because it felt like the beginning was just like all exposition. And then the transition from like exposition to like, oh, we're in real time now was like very like kind of drawn out and just like, shoo. Um, so that was interesting. It wasn't like a, and here we are. And then we kind of start off the story. It was like, we kind of 
more like in steps, like took it to the present and then like started the story. Um, so that that was like kind of interesting because it wasn't like a, you know, OK, now we're turning the page. Here we are. It was more of like a we're just kind of easing into it. So um, I don't know how I feel about that. But that was interesting. Otherwise, I, yeah, no, super, super solid. Pilot. I would say I like I would see it. this in the second episode. Most yeah. of the prologue involves like a past thing. Yeah. So. Right. Like a, like a you know, catching yeah. up on something. Um, but yeah, no, I I enjoyed it. I want to see more pie. I'm thinking about pie now. You like all the characters? I do like all the characters. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I think, and I think the the relationships between the two main characters, um, Ned and Chuck. I think that I think it's it's cute. Like it is cute, and like some of the romance. You're like you are like oh, like and me who doesn't. I, I'm very picky with my who's cynic, with my who's cynical. I'm a little. I'm a little cynical. Uh, but but no, but I was being like oh, oh. And it, it's which means it's well written, um, so I enjoy it. And I do, I do love the the dialogue style. It's just it's fun. I do like that like really quick back and forth. Yeah, like I do too. Um, so it's just like you can't really think about things. You just have to keep like it's next thing and the next thing and this, which I just enjoy. So if that stays tight, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Yeah, to, it's to pretty tight watching. for the most part. Yeah. Um. So I do have some trip. There's like a little bit like I was going through the wiki because I was like wondering how like I was basically looking for like a plot synopsis thing, even though like right. I actually like remember a bunch of stuff. Yeah. But so I did find some facts. Oh. Um, fun facts. Fun facts. Fun. So facts. there was like the the screener version to people, and then like the aired version. So yeah. there was some differences. Mm-hmm. Um. There's like the exterior of the pie hole changed. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, Vivian's line because she says in the line when talking about uh. Chuck basically like to Ned, do you like girls? Charlotte was a nice girl. Yeah. But the line originally was, do you like girls? Didn't want to assume. <laughs> um, it's kind of funny. Some of the, the stuff with uh, in that house was reshot. Uh, the last murder by, from, I think, uh, Mal- Matthew Miltonberger. They said he was found dead in a lobster tank of steak. They just said he, in the uh, screener, they just said he died in a restroom. Uh, mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and then um. There's a da- I guess there was a song playing in the house and uh-huh. whatever. And so the song was uh, "Guilty" by Alan Bowley, a British jazz singer. The song is used several times in the film Amelie. Oh. And then just like uh, awards at this. Quirky. Yeah, episode got, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't even know. Like, I think like I forget like how I started watching the show because I think I was watching Ugly Betty at the time. If you, anybody yeah. remembers Ugly Betty, I remember Ugly Betty. I didn't watch it, but I remember it. That was such a weird. Sh- it was like weird, was it? but it was like good weird. It was. I mean, it's it's one of the based off a of telenovela. Was that one based off? Okay, that was a show with America Ferrera was in that. Yep. So I think, like, I was seeing advertisements for it, and I'm like, this looks, like, fun. I'm going to watch it. Right. And then I'm like, oh, this is great. Mm-hmm. And then it just, like, I grew to, I was, like, I would basically, I was watching this weekly mm-hmm. until it got canceled. Because the world doesn't like me. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, going back, like, I think, I think, uh, I still really like this episode, but, like, thinking of, like, other episodes, I'm like, this isn't one I will, like, go back to, but it's also a pilot. Mm. So, like, it gets better. Mm-hmm. And like fun, right? So there's that to look forward to. Oh, I'm looking forward to more fun times. All right, so we're gonna take a quick break after talking for like an hour. Woo! And yeah, like an hour and four minutes. Okay. And we're gonna talk about season one, episode two, dummy. Dummy. Stay tuned. Mm-hmm. 
talking. And we're back. And we're back. We're talking about episode, season one, episode two, Dummy. Dummy. What'd you think of this? Um, it has nothing to do with anyone's intelligence. It's, um, this was like, this felt like a second episode. Yeah. So we're, we're starting to get into kind of like the, the, the rhythm of things. Yeah. It was a little, little weird. But I love how I say, like, question somebody's intelligence, and I'm like, oh, I was assuming ventriloquist dummies. Mm. It's neither of those. It's neither of those. It's things. crash test dummies. Yeah, which is fun. So this episode was written by Peter Oko. I don't know if I'm saying that right. That's okay. Keep going. And then also directed again by Barry Sonnenfeld. Nice. Hooray. Woo. Anyway, so we start off with our prologue um, with Ned at the boarding school. Yes, and that's uh, where he spent his childhood. And he's very sad. And the student sees him because he doesn't interact with them. Mm-hmm. So then he says, I'm going to get revenge. And it's they're, they're in a science class and it's frog dissection day. Woo! So he's like, screw it. I'm going to bring them all to life. Yeah, which is pretty funny. And then he does. And then they go they go rampage. He accidentally grabs one and it dies again. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't really feel any better. He's just like, meh. Yeah. And then some birds die. Then some birds die because he doesn't touch all the frogs again. So is the life. And it's basically, I think the because sometimes like the point of like why Ned does the things he does. That's mm-hmm. kind of what the point of the prologues are. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of like he lies to his teacher, basically saying like, "No, I did nothing to do with killing the birds," and then right. he kept he would keep secret sense. Right. But anyway, which he learned from his father because his father lied and told him he was coming back. Oh, we'll get to his father. Right. Ooh, not oh. anytime soon. But I, I imagine. Well, the show the show's short, so maybe sometime soon. As soon as relative. Um, anyway, mm. but uh. So then we wake up. So then we get to the modern, modern time, mm-hmm. modern days, and uh, we rearrange Ned's room so that there are two single beds. Nice. Because they can't sleep together. They can't sleep together. That's gotta suck. Yeah. And they're like talking, and Chuck's like kind of feeling a bit weird, and I think like wants to open up to Ned about secrets, and wants him to open up. Yeah. And he ain't. He is not opening up, and she she wants to know more about him. So, like, she's also not really opening up, especially, like, how she misses her aunts a lot and wants yeah. to see them, but mm-hmm. can't. Right. Because of, you know. Because, yeah, because she's supposed to be dead. So they're there, and then also um, Chuck has, like, a whole new wardrobe, which I kind of wonder, like, when they went on and got all that. Right. Yeah. I'm sure they had time. Hey, time. Yeah. Yeah. But they kind of are trying to figure out, like, how they're going to, like, maneuver through the house mm-hmm. without touching. Because, again, if they touch, she dead. Right. No contact. So it's, like, very bad. So basically it's, like, yelling out, like, hey, I'm going in or going out, whatever. Mm-hmm. And that kind of thing. Um, we find out that Chuck calls the fridge a cheese box. Because <laughs> that's all she knows it as. That's all she knows it as. Um, I want some cheese. We have some American cheese upstairs. Is that, is that all? We don't there? have you. My my mom is vegan. We don't really have cheese. Oh, that's true. I forget about that. They they make vegan cheeses. We have vegan cheese too. But do you like vegan cheese? Um, depends. I've had it. Re- I've had it a bunch of times. That like melted on something. Yeah. It kind of just tastes slightly better than like the single cheese that you get. Right. So it's like it's like on a sliding scale of cheeses. It's like a salad. Yeah. You could survive it. Mm-hmm. But then, so, like, they're eating, so Chuck and Ned are eating breakfast, and then all of just, like, out of the window. Mm-hmm. And she's, like, holding on to, like, a curtain. And I'm, like, you're two, you're, like, several stories up. This is not safe. Mm-hmm. And, like, has a mirror, like, trying to figure it out. <laughs> and I'm just, like, you're gonna, you're gonna fall and die. It's worth it. And then Ned's gonna bring you back to life, and you can't touch him. Yeah. Again. True. But she does, I mean, like, she ends up, like, slightly falling. Right. But she's fine. She's fine. She makes it out. Yep. Then Emerson comes in, and we got a new case. Woo! Of a 
guy, uh, his name is Bernard Slabeck, mm-hmm. and he is a uh, car safety tester, mm-hmm. and he was apparently killed in a hit and run. Oh. Like you do. That's unfortunate. So then we go to the morgue, we meet, we see more guy again. He's just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> It's pretty funny. And uh, so then we bring Bernard to life, and uh, Chuck does her whole, do you have any last wishes or anything? Mm-hmm. And that kind of thing. And then Bernard's like kind of asks questions, and you see his makeup of like, yeah. The, I remember like when I first watched it, for some reason that really freaked me out. Oh, really? I don't know why. Yeah. But like, it's kind of creepy. So then they're talking for a bit, and then about, and then finally they're trying to figure out who killed him. Yeah. And then it's kind of like, what are you talking about? Like, or like, who was the, do you know who saw you in the hit and run? And it's like, what are you talking about? I was murdered by a crash chest dummy. <laughs> and, we're, and then the minute's up, dead. So he's got to get dead again. So we got a mystery to solve. We has mystery. Hooray. What could be? Oh, also, before he died, he basically said, can you tell Janine in promotions that I loved her? Mm-hmm. So we got to find Janine, too. Got to find Janine. And then we find out where uh, Bernard worked, which was at a uh, the Dandelion World Worldwide Industries, which is basically a really ugly car. So ugly. It's really ugly, guys. Yeah. And it runs on dandelions. Right. So, like, renewable energy? Yay. Yay. Well, dandelions, like, constantly... I don't know how, da- I don't know how dandelions work. Like, do they constantly grow? You ever see... They, they get everywhere. Yeah. They're weeds. Which, they're still beautiful, so... Um, so but yeah. I guess it's a good thing to... That'd, run be, a- that'd be a more sustainable source than, you know, like, dinosaur juice... But what about like like I would say electricity, but then once the soup, the definite apocalypse happens, mm-hmm. then we gotta worry. But then there might not be electricity. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out, or maybe we won't. Maybe we won't. Maybe we'll die. But as long as we have fun, right? <laughs> as long as we have a good time, I guess. Anyway, so it's a really ugly car that runs on dandelions, and um. Janine is basically like she's in promotions. She basically has like she basically is like there to like look pretty. Yeah. She's got like a big dandelion hat and then like on her eyelashes. Yeah. And uh, so we meet Janine, who is played by Ricky Lindholm. Yeah. Yeah. Of uh, I know her from uh, Garf- yeah, Garfunkel and Oates fame. Uh, That's what I, I know from that. Even though I've never seen or heard any of Garfunkel and Oates. Oh. But uh, also pretty, she was fun. on that show Another Period. Okay. Which was kind of like, if you mix Downton Abbey with Modern Family. Oh, okay. And uh, it's her and uh, I forget the other woman's name, but uh, if connecting it to other stuff. So, like, her character is basically... From Garfunkel Notes? The other no, 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 no okay. somebody else. Oh. Not Kate McCoochie. Not Kate McCoochie. I forget her name, but uh, she is in that show and they also have a brother, her tw- she has a twin brother, who she's in an incestuous relationship with. Oh, great. And that's Jason Ritter. Oh, great. <laughs> and it's comedy. It's a good time. It's a good time all around. <laughs> it's actually really funny. I'm not going to lie. Oh, really? Uh, it sounds good. But um, good. Yeah. then we also meet Mark Chase, who's the CEO. Mm-hmm. And he's played by uh, Patrick Fabian. Okay. Who, um, he's like that guy, like, you've seen him in a bunch of stuff. I, yeah. I realized, I think, I think this is true, but I didn't actually look it up. I think he's the bad guy in Twitches. Wait, really? Mm-hmm. What's his name? Patrick? Twitches. He is the bad guy in Twitches. Good work. Yeah. Excellent work. I remember. He's got a distinct voice. Santos. Remember that movie? 
Twitches. It's been a long time since I've seen Twitches. Is that on Disney Plus? Can I watch Twitches on Disney Plus? I don't have Disney Plus, so I don't know. That's unfortunate. It might be, or if it isn't, it will be. Um, man, I want to watch Twitches now. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Or the, and the sequel. Uh, I actually never saw Twitches too. I saw Twitches too. I don't remember it. I remember one scene from it, but that's it. I think they get boyfriends, and they're. Or is that from the first one? Which one are you thinking? I don't know. <laughs> the like the the quir- the um the peppy side characters get together. Was that the first one or the second one? They were together in both of them. Okay, they yeah. got married in the second one. I think. Oh, okay, okay, okay. No, I'm thinking the first one then. Um, Twitches was fun. I sh- I should read the books sometime. Is that a book? They they're based on books. Oh. But I think the books are a lot different. Um, I mean, you turned to a Disney Channel original movie. That's true. Anyway, pushing anyway, daisies. Pushing daisies. That guy. Patrick so, Andrew but he's Wesley. taking. So, Mar Chase is taking a uh, some Japanese investors huh? on a tour, and then we find out that also Chuck speaks Japanese. She actually speaks a lot of languages because yeah. again, when you're a shut in, you so have a lot like of time one, to learn things. So she found it. We found out that she found a cassette player and then a box of uh, cassettes to teach you languages. Mm-hmm. So that's how she learned the languages. Very nice. Anyway. And then we go into the crash test thing, the building, and then we see some crash test dummies. So we're like, huh. Oh, also, we find a room full of crash test dummies. Yeah. And one of them is missing a face, and it's kind of creepy. That's not creepy at all. It's fine. But I also kind of like how, like, Ned and Chuck do, like, the high five thing with dan- with the dandelion, like, sport, like oh, toy yeah. things that they got. They're just like, bang. And I'm like, it's that's cute. cute. It's cute. Uh, boop, boop. Also, like, something that brings up that I kind of rewatching it might be, like, because they were going to bring up hi to Janine, mm-hmm. and then she takes, like, the, the the girl says, like, she's not Janine, but we know she is, mm-hmm. like, takes the pie and then starts eating it, which kind of leads to, like, some, I'd say something, like, a touch, like, problematic and outdated. Hmm. A little bit. Like, for me, like, that's, like, it's a touch, like, especially, like, for nowadays, it's a touch. Outdated. Uh, yeah. I would say, we'll get to, like, yeah. I mean, we could probably say that, like, we think, like, Ginny's probably, like, a binge and purger. Yeah, yeah. I would just yeah. say, like, for me, not the problematic thing of the binge and purging, but, like, we're playing it for laughs. Right. That's the yeah. thing that I find problematic. Right. So, I don't know if you agree, but I kind of... A little bit. A yeah. little bit. It's that, definitely, like, a... Yeah. That definitely felt like... Because it took me a second to catch it, and I was like, oh, that's where we're going. It took me a long time to catch it, too. When I was, like, young, I didn't get it. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, she just eats a lot. And then, right. like, there's, like, the bit where... Oh, yeah, Later yeah. on, when she goes to the bathroom. Right. So you're like, uh... Uh, yeah. I yeah. Did. Anyway. I feel like, from what I can remember, I don't think there's really much more problematic stuff that's, like, I noticed that. Right. And again, like, it's kind of, like, just the fact that they're playing it for laughs. But anyway. Anyway. Before we get to that, um... Continue. So we, we tell Emerson, like, hey, we found a room full of crash test dummies. Yeah. And then they're like, all right, let's go back to the Dandelion Industries and get there. And then right. we leave Olive alone to close up because that's what Olive does. Yeah. And then she starts singing because it's Kristen Chenoweth. What do you expect? But, uh, like, cause you have her. What are you going to make her do? Sing. Yeah. So she sings, um, Hopelessly Devoted to You from Greece. Yeah. Which we have that in the back. Very nice. I don't know if it's currently in the background, but, like, it's there. Because I, which, like, I, I think for a long time, I wasn't sure if that was in the original show or if they just wrote it for the movie. And I think they wrote it for the movie. Oh, okay. But she sings that. She's dancing with Digby. There's, like, a floor cleaner guy that comes in. There's that. It's just, like, a, it's just a fun little. It's a funny little, little bit. But anyway, so we go back to 
the in the pl- the place and uh both Emerson and Chuck got a ID badge. Mm-hmm. Emerson got his a bit complicated way, just like calling the company and digitally altering altering it. Right. Chuck just hugged a guy and right. sneaked it up because he was shocked to buy her lady bits. Nice. Yes. So then we go there, and then we also find another room with the dead with skeletons in the closet. Yes, literally. Although it's like, I think it's funny because like basically how we get to that is that like uh, Chuck's talking about like how he wants she wants to know about Ned and Ned's kind of like nope, mm-hmm. close in, shut her down. And then Emerson says there are skeletons in the closet. And Thanks. then it's funny because then they say like those aren't skeletons, they're dead bodies. And I'm like, but technically they're skeletons. There's just yeah, the skeletons are just inside of the dead bodies. Also, like how old are those dead bodies? I mean, I know like they're in like a frozen in a they're cold like, area, yeah. so they're pretty well kept. Yeah, so they bring a couple back to life. Yeah, and they're just like, eh. They don't really know what's going on. They know what's going on. I did find the one where they wake up the lady and she just starts screaming, and then Emerson's like, ah. <laughs> that always makes me laugh. Yeah, that's pretty funny. But she actually gives them information, mm-hmm. and it sounds like the company didn't kill anybody in order to test them. It sounds like. They yep. got dead bodies. Si- signed, like, waivers that basically they... Yeah, you they, find out, like, she signed a waiver basically saying, like, I signed a waiver saying, like, I'd be fine with, like, doing crash things if I die. Mm-hmm. So then we find out that, because... And then we find out later, because, like, hey... Because I, I forgot that they say this in the episode, but, like, hey, dead bodies can't like, hold on to information because they're dead. Mm-hmm. Unlike dummies. Mm. Right. Uh, but then also, as they're leaving, they run into Janine... They do. They take her back to the pie hole, and she's, like, again, eating more. She eats pie. She's a lot of... There's a lot of... She likes to eat pie. And then they find out about their basically love story. And it's kind of cute. Like, he yeah. was, like, on a lunch break, mm-hmm. and uh, she was, like, doing a thing, and then they started staring at each other, and it was, like, love at first... Love at first sight. And it's cute. And then they hit, do the typical Titanic having sex in a car. And With the hand on the window. <laughs> Iconic. Which you knew was coming, and then yeah. suddenly, like, as the release of the car was coming, Bernard became more distant, mm-hmm. and she was, like, wondering, like, what's going on? And then apparently they both drive dandelion cars? Apparently. It's just such an ugly car. It's so ugly. It's so ugly. Is there even a trunk? I, that's a great question. I don't, like, how does it even work as a car? Don't even think about it. Right. It's best if you don't think about it. Eh. Just know that it, it didn't work. But she never really, she kind of found out what was going on. Mm-hmm. And then, um, basically, uh, she she does find out that apparently they were burying a bunch of dummies in a big hole. Mm-hmm. So then she decides to go, like, basically wants to show them. So then they're riding in their car and that kind of thing, and uh, talk, talking more about secrets. So that's, like, the big, like, underlining thing of, like, Chuck right. being like, Ned, can you just open up to me? Yeah. Come on. And he's like, new. And then suddenly, yes, J- the dandelion car explodes. Kaboom! Janine's fine. Well, mostly, mostly, mostly. I mean, she lives. Yeah, and she just covered him like bandages and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then basically, we find like we were finding a hole full of dummies. Right. So then they go to the hole, and then they like see that, and then suddenly there's like a live dummy mm-hmm. on the thing, and then he just tasers everybody. And then they wake up in a dandelion car in the crash test area, and they're in a body bag. Body, put them in a body bag. And like and they did, they put they put them in the body bag. Put them in the body bags, and they're tied up. So you're kind of wondering what's going on. And then we see the dummy, and he like scratches the window, and I'm like, nope. Yep. 
Yeah. And then we find That's out. Terrible noise. And then we find out who's behind the mask. I forget the Scooby Doo term. Yeah. And it's Mark Chase. It's like that guy who the, the business guy. He's murdering people. He's murdering people. Well, he's a CEO. Yeah, I mean, like same thing. <laughs> Murder leader of a company. So we find out Keaton. that there's like a bunch of issues with the car. Mm-hmm. Prop, because you know. Yeah, because it, it doesn't work. Yeah, and um, there's some technical glitches. Where I'm trying it, to figure out if they say what it is here, but I'm not. If oh, what what makes it explode? Yeah, I know it's um FBC, if you're seventy miles 70 an hour with. I forget. I know it's and the sea warmers on low, but I forget the second thing. Um, oh yeah, it's that, and then it's the that causes the oh with the headlights on with the headlights on. So it's if the car goes seventy miles an hour with the headlights on and the seat warmer on low, there's a glitch in the radio that causes the a car to explode and all the people explodes. in it burst to smithereens, which is fun. So they find that out. Bernard finds that out, and he's like. Uh, we can't release this. Right. This is bad. And then Mark Chase, like, wants to give him money. He's like, shut up. Tries to buy him off. But and Bernard's like, no. Yeah. And then, uh, so Mark Chase's like, all right, I guess I'm going to kill this guy. So, yeah, he does what anybody would do, I guess, and kills the scientist. Kills the scientist and then uh, makes it look, takes his body in the body bag to a road and makes it look like a hit and run. Right. So, it's fine. But then also, like, as he's monologuing, nobody can hear him. Oh, it's what, yeah, because they're all in body bags. So they can't actually, like, hear anything. Yeah, and then Chuck's upset because she thinks he's going to die again, and they think they're going to die. And then Ned and Chuck kiss. They kiss. In the body bags. With, like, plastic. It's, like, kind of gross, but really cute. Again, you really just need, like, a thin layer. Oh, just, well, yeah. You just can't, you just can't be skin to skin. Yeah. Thin layer, like today's world. There's. Literally, I was, like, looking this stuff up. I found, like, a thing saying, like, how push you did to do during social distance. <laughs> But, like, listen, most couples, especially if they're living together, they're not social distancing. It's true. And they don't have to because they've been together for a while. It's a long time. And there's probably people there who aren't social distancing in general. And, like, still... That's why we're still here. And still doing the dirty... Still doing the Lord's dirty work. Causes me so many quarantine babies. So many babies. But anyway, so then, as we're doing that, we find out... Because I forgot to mention, like, one of Emerson's quirks is that he knits when he's, like, stressed. Yeah. So he's been knitting a lot, and also he had... So basically, he pulls out a knitting needle and gets himself out, and then gets Ned and Chuck out, and then yeah. just, like, drives, so then they're driving. Mm-hmm. And it's a funny bit where um, they're driving the dandelion thing, and then Mark Chase is, like, a... What is it, like, a Hummer? Yeah, right. It's supposed to be, like, this, wow, clean, renewable energy, and then he <laughs> bursts in with the Hummer. So then car chase. Yeah. And then we're concerned like they're going to get up to 70 miles. Like he's basically trying to make them go faster so then the car will explode. explode. But then they get away and then he gets stopped by the police and also his car runs out of gas. Yeah. Because he didn't have dandelions. Yeah. Mm-mm. And then, but then you're realizing, oh wait, for some reason they turned on the seat warmer. Don't know why. Don't know why the seat warmer was on. The headlights are on because it's night and they're going seven miles an hour. So then you're like, oh crap. Yeah. But then suddenly... They see Olive, who, like, couldn't sleep and is walking Digby. Right. And they just break. Yeah. And then we're good. Nobody explodes. Or dies. Today. Well, I mean. I mean, people die all the time. Bernard died. Yeah. I'm. Well, he, he was already dead, though. Yay. Yeah. Well, not yay. Yeah, well, hey, it happens. So then, uh, and then Olive's like, okay, and then I love the line of Ned's like, can you open out these body bags? <laughs> <laughs> Which is very sexy. Huh? Yeah. And then, so the episode ends, Ned and Chuck are still being adorable, and then Olive's like, I'm not going to give up just yet. 
And I'm kind of like, sweetie. You should. You should. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Yeah, you could totally find somebody better. You, you could You could do so much better. You could. Not. That's like definite. And uh, so uh, we find out that Mark Chase gets a life sentence because most people do. Uh, Janine gets uh, help from an nutritionist. So that's good. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. Emerson is still doing a lot of knitting. He's like knitting money koozies. <laughs> yeah. So that's fun. So he's got the money and yeah. he's got knitting. And what then also, because for like this like little bit was that Chuck always had to sit in the back of the car. Right. Because Ned was always worried like what happens like if he touched her. Right. So then he decides to put like a screen so that she can be in the front. Yeah. And also like reveals that he likes driving. He really... Yeah. So we know a thing about him. And then he puts, like, a glove hand thing. I guess the only issue is that it's the wrong hand. Yeah, it's like, you have to, like, like that. Yeah. Which, I mean, if she's fine with that. Yeah, she's fine with it. It's okay. fine. Mm-hmm. And it's cute. It is cute. The end. It's, yeah. The so, end. What do you think of this episode? Um, I like this episode. Um, I'm trying to think of um, anything... Yeah, like I said, I th- like I said at the beginning, I think it feels like a very typical second episode where I, I don't have anything like, to go off of because it feels like, okay, now we're, like, getting in a rhythm of things now. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is when we're starting to, like, you know, kind of um, better solidify what the characters are. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I'm curious to see where we go. Um, it wasn't, like, standout banger of an episode, but I'm like, yeah. Yeah, so I think it's, it's definitely a very solid episode. I think yeah. there's, like... Some more that are better, but like yeah, yeah. So I'm not I'm not expecting much from this episode, but I was like I was solid. Yeah. Um. So. So yeah, yeah. I think I enjoyed this episode a bit, uh, quite a bit. I think definitely there's like, again, it's not the ones that I go back to frequently unless I'm like doing a full binge of the show. Right. But it's like you know what I like. Right. Uh, is there any trivia? There better be. There's not like a. F- uh, they basically would say Chris and Chenoweth sings. There's more like a lot of cultural references that they point out. Oh, anything good? Besides um, Titanic. Yeah, we got Titanic. Uh, the opening scene with the frogs in the boarding school is an apparent homage to the frog dissection scene in E.T. Oh. I haven't seen E.T. in a while. Oh, yeah. It's been a long time since I've seen E.T. Um, this episode shares... I When I read this, I wasn't sure because it didn't make sense. It says it shares a common premise with the film Back to the Future. An ultra-modern vehicle with atypical doors. With atypical doors, it does something unexpected when it reaches a specific high speed. That's a stretch. It's a stretch. That's a stretch. Uh, the writers seem to, sig- uh, to signal that that was no coincidence. I think basically like, oh, like, we're, let's make a car that looks really stupid, hence, like, Back to the Future. It's like, yeah, the DeLorean, yeah. Yeah. Because I guess I was thinking more of, like, speed, where, like, if you got to a, per- a certain point and yeah. then you got lower than that, you exploded. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ha-ha. Um, when Ned, Chuck, and Emerson are getting away from the Dandelion ex- uh, in the Dandelion Excess, they pass by a movie theater and the marquee is Our Sick and the Old Lace, the 1994 Cary Grant black comedy. Huh. Yeah, I think the only trivia was just, like, when the episode repeated, the exterior of the dandelion worldwide industries changes. Hmm. And then also a line from the narrator was added after Janine says, well, I figured it out. Like, they just added an line saying the flower was no fuller, information is valuable, and the price was pie. The price was pie. And there was, like, goose, which, like, I don't know if we want to use those because... I don't really find goofs that interesting. Uh, nah. Nah. Yeah, so that's that episode. That's that episode. All right. Um, I don't know if we're... We don't have, like, a ton of comments, because, again, it's like... We do have some. Yeah, but only from Gravity Falls from, like, a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I think a couple from our live streams, but... Mostly it's like, hey, your live stream isn't working. <laughs> yeah. 
I like the one from like from like old one from Legend of Korra. Oh yeah, it's like so- from a. Uh, Jemska 03, Korra and Asami are together as a couple, already came out, still in the comics, which which are canon, and I'm sure they'll be together for the rest of their lives. They better be together for the rest of their lives, because listen, 2020 has done enough for me, I need something happy, and I just want them to live happily ever after. Anyway, Legend of Korra dropped on Netflix. It did! So if you, like, if you're watching it, you can always also, like, go back and listen to our Legend of Korra reviews, because, like... Especially our season two stuff, yeah. because while that season is not good... I think it's. I think our commentary is funny. We had it. We had a good time. I just remember like my one bit where I was like really mad about how they were trying to break a sphere thing with water, <laughs> and I was just like, "Are you <laughs> fucking serious?" Uh, that was pretty funny. Um, also, like I'm so really proud of that one joke I made at the end of season three when Polly died. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was so great. That caught me so off guard that it was. so I think funny. I just literally. I'm like the joke was that they were this like Sherrod got chopped off and they're the same. And uh, her, I what's his name? Amon? No, oh, that was a uh, here. Zaheer. I was, like, literally forgetting his name. And that her, Apoli and Zaheer were the same height. Yeah, because she was really tall. She's a tall lady. Um, but it was... It you was, had a crush on her. Like, a little bit. Um, what can I say? I'm a psycho for tall ladies. So, anyway. So, yeah. So, um, go, yeah, go back and watch our old stuff. Watch our new stuff. Leave comments. or pushing daisies. Yeah. And then we will read them. You won't see them in the next few episodes because we're recording multiple at the same time because that's yes. what we do. Um, and, like, let us know if you're watching this with us, if you were a fan of the show when it was on, like, me, and you're sad that it got canceled too soon. Mm-hmm. Or if uh, you're not watching it at all and you just want to watch us because we're, you know, funny and quirky. Yeah, and just, like, for all the other things that we may talk about, because we get distracted often. Oh, so this, oh, how long is this? I don't want to know. An hour? Oh, no, an hour and a half. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we did, we did the first, the first one was a lot longer than the second episode. Yeah. Um, but okay. So... We'll probably need to discuss this, so next episode is The Fun and Funeral. Oh, that seems very fitting for the show. And then either, we, I'll, tell, I'll tell the next episode, the next episode after that is called Pigeon. Pigeon. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Mm-hmm. But that's it for this episode, guys. You can find, Woo! thank you so much for watching and or listening. We appreciate you. You can find us on YouTube under Witty Clothes. Yeah. Please, I like Comment, subscribe. All that good we're stuff. We're close. Again, I think we're close to 550. Oh. What are Aww, we at? I don't thanks, know. guys. We're at five. Oh, we're at 540. I thought we were at 542. Oh, well, point is. Still, like, tell more than we're at 550. Yeah. And it's been a crazy year, so we want to entertain you guys. So please. Let us entertain you. you. Let us make you smile. Yes. Because I want to smile sometimes. Um, we are on Facebook at Woody Clothes Productions, so comment there if you want, or like us. Like us, share our stuff, maybe, to your, all, We're to your, on to your grandmother. Twitter at Facebook. Woody Clothes. Yes. So us. you can tweet at us and follow us there. Yeah, you can follow. Sure. Yes, I know terminology. You know, you know Twitter. Um, we probably need to add this. I know we have, we're on iTunes as well, so you can uh, leave us a rating or a review. Yeah, that'd be fun. Also, I don't think we ever made this announcement, but uh, we're also on Spotify now. Oh yeah, well that happened after since after since then I added us to Spotify, so we're on there. Sweet. So you can follow us on Spotify under Witty Clothes Productions, or it might have been under First Reaction Production. I don't know. Hold on. I don't actually know. I don't have Spotify, so I wouldn't. It's good. Yeah, First Reaction Fan Reaction. It was under First Reaction Fan Reaction, so look it up there under Spotify. Yeah. I only use that because last podcast on the left stuff moved exclusively exclusively to Spotify. Wow. And it's still free. I'm like, okay, I'll, go, I'll get nice. it. Nice. Keep it free. 
Keep it free. Keep it sexy. And then uh, you can email us at wittyclothes at gmail.com if yeah. you have any. I haven't checked that email in a while, though. It's been a while. It's actually, it's been a minute, actually. I should do that as well. Um, We're both going to check. I don't think we got any emails from anybody. Yeah. Well, somebody signed us up for, like, this subscription list of, like, talking about narcissism. Um, do we still get emails from the narcissist people? I think so. That looks like the narcissist people. Did we get any, anything good? Did we get any good emails? No, I don't think we got anything from them. Really? Oh, that's good. Maybe maybe they maybe they figured out that we weren't narcissists. That was really funny. I don't know why you're getting so many emails about narcissism for that was a, that was a hot minute. I was questioning you, but anyway. So that's it. And uh, again, we're going to come back with uh, the fun and funeral. And uh, possibly, depending on how we record this, we're going to definitely do the fun and funeral next. And then depending on how we record this, Pigeon will be after. Oh, well, for them it doesn't matter because they'll see... Yeah. That's true. It's all, all right. It doesn't matter. That's, so, that's enough problem. I'm Dara Whitman. I'm Kevin Peace. Peace.